Are you beginning a new role in your career? Excited to learn and jump in, but also feeling nervous and out of place? Have you ever wondered how long it takes to go from being green, a novice in your field, to becoming great at what you do? Well, you are not alone. Today, we are going to explore these common questions. We will dive into different aspects of the learning curve and share our stories as we explore the roller coaster of emotions that come with being new and provide guidance on how to navigate through them and help you come out on top. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Ficarra, two professional women bringing you over 40 years experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominated medical device industry. Grounded in grit, our mission is to cultivate a platform that will pave the way for women to stand at the forefront of leadership, driving positive change, and shaping the landscape of traditionally male-dominated industries. We are dedicated to fostering an environment where women not only face challenges head-on, but also thrive as leaders, charting their unique course to CEO status of their own chosen career paths. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning to all of our listeners out there. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, everyone. We are excited to have this conversation with everybody today. Lisa and I were recently at a meeting and we had a recent graduate come up to us and talk about what it feels like when you are newly graduated, starting a new job, and how you feel very green and she mentioned what it feels like and how long does it take to go from being green to knowing what you're doing and feeling like you're actually a part of this job that you were hired for. You know, some of the questions she asked us in our conversation went like, you know, feels like as you're learning that sometimes you feel like you're taking a step backwards, but you're really just trying to go forward in your new role. And honestly, to this person who approached us, we 100% agree with you. I want everybody to know that all those feelings are really, really normal. And that many people who start new jobs have that almost you know, nervous feeling, yet excitement too, because you're really kind of entering a world of uncharted waters. And so this is where it's like, how do I get my feet on the ground and, and where do I start? So we wanted to just take this time for all new, whether you're young, entering as a new graduate, whether you're changing jobs, that we all know what it likes, what it's like to feel new. And everybody has a learning curve that's unique to them. Yet there's a lot of similarities that we want to discuss to try to make this transition easier for you. So you can go from being green because remember this, every single one of us was green at one time. And now we're going to really discuss what it's like to be green and then getting to become great. Yes, absolutely. It really is important to acknowledge the fact that all of us have been there. Um, you know, and I think we, we go there again and again throughout our careers. 
from starting over to being promoted to different uh, positions, to joining new companies, to maybe even starting your own company. It, everyone out there is in that position of green, but the question is how do you go from being green to becoming great? So today, Cindy and I are gonna talk about that a little bit and each of us talk about a story. Um, I mean, I have a gazillion stories as I'm sure you do, Cindy. <laughs> And, you know, there are some benefits to when you are green and learning how to embrace those benefits and reminding yourself that you're only here for a little bit of time before you move on into that more, you know, tenured position, the tenured sales rep, the tenured leader of the company. You only get to be green for a little bit of time. So take advantage of that time. And we are going to also discuss tangible actions to take from that green position into going into your great position. So just diving right in with those wonderful stories. Um, you know, I, I'm, again, I know everybody out there has their stories and I could tell you stories about when I first got into medical devices and how green I was and scared I was. But you know, one of the ones that really stick out to me is when I went from doing one specific job in medical devices and I really wanted to get into pacing. It was just something that really intrigued me. Um, and I had been told, oh, you know, this is such a tough job at the time because back then, you know, it was one of those jobs that everybody wanted. Nobody could get into the field um, because it was such a different mindset. And of course, that's, that's right up my alley. I'm going to go after what you tell me I can't get. So I remember going in for the interviews. And one of the questions was asked to me is, well, how do you think? And what they meant by that is, is how do you process your learning? Do you go, you know, do you do it in a step format? Do you just like open books and just dive right in? How is it? And the reason they asked me that is because in pacing, it is so minute in terms of how much you have to learn and then how like small, every little tiny action and step is to make sure that what you're doing, what you're putting into the patient and how you're setting up their pacemakers and defibrillators to basically run their heart for life. And so it takes a real person of um, great detail. And so anyhow, I ended up getting the job and I remember going in my first day in the training class. And it's like, I was surrounded by a bunch of people, Cindy, that like super nerdy because they're like really detailed oriented. And I'm like, oh my God, can I even do this? Am I really detailed oriented? Because I'm thinking to myself, my desk is like always a freaking mess. It's never perfectly made. My room is actually clean, but like my clothes are on the floor. And like, I imagine I'm walking into this room and I'm like, all these people literally probably have like everything color coded in their closet right? They have to-do lists Starch of everything. Colors. Yes. Like down to like, the, I'm going to get five grapes today. Like literally, I really, really felt so out of place. I'm like, holy crap. I'm never going to make it in this world. I'm totally going to fail out. And literally like every time I take a test, then again, you know, what we talked about last week with the fear, it was like my body would go cold and I would sweat. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to fail this test. And I ended up doing really well, but it was like a really scary time in my life because I, for the first time, questioned, am I smart enough to do this job? I truly don't know if I'm actually smart enough to do this job. And that was like my mantra, you know, when I first started and I'm like, okay, stop telling myself that because, you know, I quickly realized that a lot of those people were in the same position as I was. They maybe just presented a little differently, but 
to all of them, this was brand new. So exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, so many people out there that are starting and are new, probably ask themselves that question all the time. Can I do this? Well, you know, that's because this is something new and you don't have all the answers right now. And then it's a matter of make the decision. Do I want to learn it? It's not a matter of, can I do it? It's really a question of, all right, will I make the decision to put forth the effort it takes to learn this? And yes, it feels uncomfortable. And there's, I think we've mentioned this on a previous podcast, but the statement that I truly think is very important and, and applicable to being green is you have to be uncomfortable. Sorry, I said that backwards. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. You, you have to get used to that feeling because being uncomfortable is going to put you in an alert position to pay attention to all the things that you don't know. And you feel this way because you just don't know it. Yet, if you take the time to learn it, just be assured that you will someday be able to grasp this, be able to explain this, be able to work in this environment. And you've just got to hold on to that goal and tell yourself, oh, I can do this. Instead of questioning, tell yourself, I can do this. I just need to learn this because it takes time. Yeah, you're so right. And, you know, you're talking about some of the newness um, and, and here's, here's the reality of it. There are amazing benefits to being green, to being new. It is the newness and the excitement. I mean, who doesn't love something new? Hello, new cars, new clothes, new jewelry. Everybody loves stuff, right? And loves new things and loves new, exciting challenges. I mean, think about the first time, the first day you go to school, right? You're like super nervous. You're like, oh, first day of high school. Like everybody else there is super cool and everybody's so pretty. And, you know, you're nervous, but like you're excited because, there's so many things that you don't know about yet. And that's another benefit of being green is like, there's no bias here. You don't, you don't know like everybody's backstory and all the, the bad things, because let's be honest with positive comes negative, but like, you've just got so much, the world is your oyster type thing, right? I mean, I think that that's really important to remember when you are new and you are green is that you have time on your side right now allow that time to take its course. Don't rush things. Don't get so caught up in your own world of being scared that you allow it to talk yourself out of the fact that you are brand new. It's going to take you time, but you're going to get this and you're going to be the best pacer rep out there or the best medical device rep out there. And, and you're going to be successful at it. It just takes time. I 100% agree because recently when I rolled into my new position of leadership, I forgot what it was like being green. I, I'm still in the same company and it's been, I've been here for years. And then you step into a new role and I was like, oh my gosh, that was the word excitement. You forget that there's new things. And along with that green and excitement, I find a lot of hopeful, it's promising. And part of it is that everything is right now unnavigated by me. So it's my first footstep into this and my first footstep into that. So it's not like muddy waters. It's just everything's clean and new. You know, we talk about um, when you start a new job, sometimes there's like a honeymoon period. And, and think about that. W what is the honeymoon period? It's the happy part. It's the excitement. And so when you're green, if you take that excitement all the positivity, the endorphins of the happiness of starting something new, remind yourself this, you were chosen for this job. So 
somebody saw the value in you to do this role. So you need to just take that confidence knowing that you're meant to be there. So you would not be sitting there if you were not capable. So the fact that you're there, you are capable to learn this. It's just, it just takes a little bit of time. Um, and so I, I was really excited when we mentioned this feeling of being green, because what this person that, uh, you know, said to us in the conference is hundred percent right. And while I felt her, her, her frustration and that feeling of, oh my gosh, I'll, I feel like I go backwards when I'm learning and, you know, it's, it's hard to be new all the time. You know, I, I, I really hope that people out there that are new can embrace some of, some of that and remind themselves, I was chosen for this. I can do this. And I, sometimes I think that, that you are at an advantage being new. Yeah, absolutely. Give yourself a little bit of grace, right? Give yourself grace. I feel like we say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about these tangible actions that can take us from being green to being great. Because, you know, again, like you mentioned before, Cindy, everyone is different and nobody's timeline is going to look the same, right? Your timeline is going to look different than my timeline. And my timeline is going to look different than the next person's down the road. So remind yourself that you are your own person. You are unique. You learn differently than Tom, Sally, whoever it is that you're sitting next to competing against in that, you know, class that you're going to, you guys are all taking together and you have to get tested at the end of it. You know, your learning abilities, give yourself the grace and the patience to know that it's going to take some time. And again, you know, it looks different for everyone. So I think one of the very first things is like, like I just mentioned is being prepared to learn, right? Know, know that you are going to embark, you're about to embark on a whole new world, a whole new field of learning. Maybe you've been doing medical sales for forever, but now Either you're in a new company and you're going to have to learn new procedures and new products and new customers, or you went from being a sales rep to now you're promoted to a manager. Well, that's a whole new skill set that you're going to have to learn how to, how to, how to be that person, how to work in that scenario, how to lead other people. Those are new skills that you're going to have to learn. So again, get ready because you're going to be learning a lot. And, and I think when you set your mind to the fact that okay, I'm going to be patient with myself. It's okay if I'm, if I make a mistake, it's okay to ask for help, by the way, it's really okay to ask for advice. It's okay to crack a book. It's okay to learn, to learn from different podcasts, give yourself the grace because you're about to learn a whole new world of things. Right. And when you're in that learning mode, it's about listening and soaking things in and, you know, absorb, you know, the way you can. And I think, you know, you mentioned a question that you are asked, how do you think? You know, maybe ask yourself that question, you know, how do I think or how do I learn? Am I an audible learner? Am I a visual learner? Like what's the best way for me? Because if everything is audible for you and you're visual, maybe you can see if you can mix those two together. So, you know, just getting in that mindset, be ready to be a student, um, I think is important as number one. And you kind of touched on what we're going to jump out as number two, which is being patient. And I think that if I could just tell everybody out there who's green to be patient. Okay. I'm almost laughing when I say this because I need to take my own advice. So I'll tell you when I started this in this company as a sales rep, there was so much to learn in the space where we are. And 
It was exciting. And I was frustrated with my own self because I wanted to know everything. I do not like not feeling like an expert. And part of that was I wanted to be able to make sure my customers knew that I was there to be of value to them. Now, I remember saying to my manager, I just wish I knew the answers. I just wish I was there. And he would be like, it's going to come in time. And I'm only laughing because having a little bit of, a little bit of, um, not anxiety, what's the word I'm looking for? Just that push that you want to learn is a very good thing. But being patient will just help pace yourself along the way. And by doing that, I think you need to set realistic expectations. And what I mean by that is, is you can't walk in day one and expect to be, know everything somebody else does for 10 years. But what you can do is expect to learn each week as you go and maybe even set parameters. I'm going to learn this by such and such a time, this by another time. So be patient, set realistic expectations, and your learning curve will just be a continual flow rather than constantly feeling like you're having setbacks. You know, that's a good point, Sidney. I actually really never thought about that, but to make a goal list for yourself in terms of, okay, this week I'm going to learn this, next week I'm going to learn this, and and then what all entails learning it, right? You mentioned the audio versus visual, but also like who can you call? Who can you talk to? Who's the, who's the leader in either that product or in this area of knowledge? Like who would you reach out to if you had questions? And I think that kind of flows right into the next thing, which is find a good mentor, you know, find somebody. And we talk about mentorship in one of our other podcasts, but it's so important to find someone that you trust and that you can reach out to day or night and ask questions and not be afraid to ask those questions because, and you have to be truthful with them, right? Because otherwise you're doing yourself a disservice if you aren't honest with where you're at and your learning abilities or where you're at in your struggle to move from that green to great position. Be honest with them. Tell them what you're struggling with. Chances are they probably struggled with something very similar themselves. And so they will understand it and they will set your expectations correctly but then they can also give you good feedback on, you know, what are you asking of them? If you're asking them a product question, then they can give you the answer and then they can give you examples for it. If you're asking them for constructive criticism, which I know is very hard for me to receive, but if you really need it and you trust this person, then be ready to accept it. Be open and and ready to hear what they have to say and then take it and put it into good use. You know, I think finding those people that you really trust that you can lean on. Gosh, they're so important in your career. They're important in life. You know, they're important in life. I mean, some of my favorite people in the world are my best friends and and I lean on them heavily in times that I need them, whether it's career advice or it's other advice. So finding these people in these companies that you really trust and, and you never know. I mean, they may be, maybe they're your boss today, but maybe you're their boss 10 years from now you know, but they really helped you get to that position. So find those people and and trust yourself to be a little vulnerable when asking them for help. You're exactly right. And finding a good mentor, as we've already done an episode on that is so important. And, you know, you'll know who those people are. You'll know the ones who really are trying to see you spread your wings and fly. I wanted to just kind of reiterate something you said, or maybe I should say add on when you talked about 
um, having a conversation with your mentor, but then you, you, you touched on feedback. And I think that needs to be kind of a category of its own here when we're talking about tangible actions. So yes, sometimes people think of that word as negative, but that does not have to be at all. You know, constructive criticism is just that it's constructive. So how can you allow yourself to get feedback for growth? So here's an idea. What you can do is set expectations with your mentor. Maybe what you can do is schedule one-on-one meetings, whether it's your mentor or your boss. You can do this weekly, monthly, during your training as you're green, because that kind of gives you a very safe space to be open about what's going well and, and what you can improve on. So when you really want to go from green to great, all of us need some constructive direction. It doesn't have to be criticism, but think about it. What if there's something you're doing that is wrong or is really not effective? Why not know early on before you get way down the road and you've wasted all this time doing something that's not advantageous for you? So I just wanted to kind of jump in and and just say, you know, along with finding good mentor, getting appropriate feedback, excellent, excellent way to help you grow um, to becoming great someday. Gosh, you really bring up a good point. You're so, I love how you're so organized all the time, by the way. You're like, we will meet every week and we will talk about this. I'm like, oh gosh, that's such a great point. I didn't even think about that. And then I'm like, oh, do I really want to hear it every week? But the truth is you do want to hear it every week because you're right. However, how else will you grow and where you need to be if you sit stagnant in the same place over and over again, or you're making the same mistakes over and over again? It's like, you can't grow if you don't learn from your mistakes. So I love that, Cindy. That was, that was a great reminder. Thank you for that. Um, you know, I think along with the mentorship is building relationships and that can be one and the same, but it also can just look more like networking. You know, I think within the company, you, you will quickly find those people that you will trust. Um, and then, you know, of course there are those leaders there. And I think you, you talk to both, right? You open up to the people that are your mentors or your mentor, and then also seek out the leaders, seek out those that are really doing well. They obviously have secrets to their own success. And remember, each of us are unique in the way that we handle situations. So, you know, Joe over in California may operate differently than Susie in Florida, but both of them are having success in a certain area. How did they get there? You know, ask them what what were their what were their obstacles? How did they overcome them? And by doing that, you're networking. You're 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 getting to know people within your company, and you're learning different ways to maybe attack a certain problem and come up with different solutions. So I think that's really important, not only just in the job that you're at, trying to become great, but also just in your career, because now you're forming those personal relationships with them. And you never know, Susie may transfer to a different company and it may be a company that you want to go work for in five years. Or, you know, Joe becomes the VP of sales in two years and now he's your VP of sales and you're looking to get promoted. So I think it's really important that we continually build those good, strong relationships in our company, not just from a mentorship standpoint, but from a networking standpoint. A hundred percent. And we mentioned this in an episode previously about think about when you have a strong woman on your wing, you know, there's somebody else. It's so crazy how the simple things you're navigating seem challenging until you have somebody with you. And then 
boom, you've knocked down three more challenges along the way because you just can accelerate faster when you find the right people. Those that build you up, those that bring positivity in your life always, always helps you become further along quickly, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's a powerful when you get good, strong people on your team. And and when you are networking with these folks and they are on your same team, even if you compete against them, it's wonderful to know that y'all, you are all in it together and they've been through it. So they're going to get you there. You know, if they truly care about you and your success, they're going to get you there, especially your mentors. And, you know, I think one of the things that we continually say over this entire podcast is try and remain positive. Remain, remind yourself that this too shall pass, but being green isn't always bad. It's a time for growth. It's a time, time to accept the challenges that are put in, in front of you. And it's a time to really embrace all of that. Embrace the challenges, embrace being new, embrace the unknown, because at some point, it's not going to be like that anymore. You're going to change. The job's going to change. The people are going to change. The products, the company, everything is going to change. So embrace where you're at, learn where you're at, know that it's going to take time, give yourself the grace and be positive during the learning. Because I think when you're positive and you're excited and you're happy about it, I think it just comes kind of easier that way. Oh, I agree. And along with that is, you know, when you're talking about learning as you go is mistakes are going to happen. You're going to make mistakes. This is just all part of learning, but stay positive and know that those mistakes are only making you better and better to become an expert someday. And I think the last thing I want to mention is one of my favorite things, which (laughs) I always talk about when it is so important to celebrate what I call the little things, your wins, your achievements, because you've got to be your own cheerleader. So along the way, when it's, you know, maybe you did well on one test or there was something that you were learning that was really challenging for you, but you finally got it. You know what? Pat yourself on the back. I mentioned this before and I'm a true believer in weekly wins because when you focus on what you're achieving and what you're learning, that's what makes it, you know, a, a kind of a testament to all the hard work you're putting in. So you see that progress as you go forward. So I'm just, I'm just really excited. I think that you can embrace this whole challenge um, as you grow from green to great, um, learning, staying curious, and all these great things that lie ahead are, are good. And you know what, Lisa, I actually jotted down as we talked. So I'm going to take a second and I want to summarize. There were seven points that we talked about as tangible actions that you can take while you're green in this journey to becoming great. So the first thing we said, number one, be prepared to learn. Number two, be patient, set realistic expectations. Number three, find a mentor. Number four, request feedback within reason. Number five, build relationships by networking. Number six, absolutely stay positive. And my favorite of all, number seven, is celebrate those wins. I love it, Cindy. That was perfectly said. You could not have summarized that any better. And we hope that we gave you guys some really good tangible actions to hang on to and know that everybody's been there. Everybody's been in a place of greenery. Now we're going to get you to that place of being absolutely amazingly great. So our call to action today from going from green to great is this. Go ahead and take out a piece of paper and a pen. And if you're green, I want you to right now, write down your wins. Start with 
What have you conquered from the day they said you're hired? Look at them, write them down. And then number two, what I want you to do is identify what areas are challenging that you still need work on to grow to get you down this path from green to great. I love it, Cindy. That was a great call to action. So thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Girls of Grit. We are so happy you guys continue to join us and listen in. Please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your ratings help us know that we're doing and sharing what everyone wants to hear and we're doing great things. We can't wait to talk to you again soon. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at the Girls of Grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, the Girls of Grit.